winging it today. Today we're winging it. <laughs> I'm Regina Beach, and you're listening to Saturn Returns, a podcast with stories that have a clear before and after. Today we're talking to Colin Clifford, teaching assistant at the Jack Mountain Bushcraft School. Colin, how are you today? I am terrific. Gina, how are you today? I'm doing great. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am a uh, former Marine. I joined the Marine Corps when I was 18. Um, I served for four years in the infantry. I did two deployments, and I got out. I had educational benefits to burn, and um, I basically... Basically, when I got out, I kind of had lost my, um, lost, uh, uh, basically a sense of who I, uh, a sense of identity of being a Marine and being in the, in the military. And so, uh, my time out has been basically, I feel me trying to renew who I am and, uh, uh get a new identity. So... I've spent a lot of time doing uh, different things, checking different things out, um, going to school. Uh, um, I went for social work. I went for EMT, paramedic for a little while. And I didn't really quite know that that was for me. And then I stumbled across Jack Mountain Bushcraft. And I said, that's the direction that I want to go in, and I've been going in this direction ever since. What is bushcraft, and where do you see it fitting into your life? See, bushcraft is, that's a very, uh, that is the million-dollar question. What is bushcraft? Um, We, the way I see it, and I think it's very much, uh, it's very much a, um, a, global thing but it's also a personal thing um bushcraft is basically using your environment around you to live a comfortable life within the environment basically um being completing the circle so um we are in today's society um we're very um unattached to the way uh to our, we're, we're unattached to the natural cycle of the planet and uh, in our environment. I mean, a lot of people can't even tell you what kind of tree is in their backyard, you know? We're like, you know, my grandmother and, you know, I'm sure a lot of your listeners probably have grandparents that could tell you every tree, every bird, you know, they're a lot more in tune. Yeah, so the cycle is, is broken and we're kind of reaping a lot of the um, the effects from that. So uh, in a lot of ways, I believe what bushcraft is is kind of, well, it is. It's it's reconnecting back, getting back into the cycle and, 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 and um, getting back into the rhythm of, uh, of the natural world. You recently uh, obtained your registered main guide license what is that and what was the process like to get it so the main guide license is basically um well so there's there's different main guide licenses uh 
Um, there's hunting guide licenses, there's fishing guide licenses, there's sea kayak guide licenses, and then uh, the one that I got was recreational. So I am registered in the state of Maine to take people out on, say, canoe trips, um, camping trips, um, backpacking, uh, biking, which I believe you just got done doing a big bike, which I think you're not, you're not done, no. I'm not done biking. No. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's basically, um, yeah, it's like uh, taking people out and, um, and being able to give them experiences, provide experiences for them. Um, my, the, the process was, uh, there's a hundred test, a hundred question test. Um, there's a map and compass exam and then there's a, uh, there is an, uh, an oral exam, which consists of, uh, basically they put you, they, um, they'll give you a scenario. So you'll either get like a lost person or you'll get a catastrophic event or maybe a combination of the two what did they give you they gave me a cash well i guess it's a cat i got a um a hypoglycemic situation we were out canoeing i was really uh leading a i believe it was a girl scout troop on a canoeing expedition um and we were out in the middle of a lake and one of the girls got, um, she was starting to feel, um, sluggish and, uh, started to, uh, show signs of, uh, fatigue and, um, almost, I also knew that, um, she, like, I, I asked what, what do I know about her? Cause I had a itinerary about about her and uh they said she's she's hypoglycemic so i had her i i made sure everybody we we paddled back and i treated her and i got her out of the of the uh out of the woods um the the, the point that what they what they're looking for is basically what they want to know that you're going to do what you, uh, you have a plan of action and that you are confident in the ability to carry through that plan of action and that you're not going to back off or give up. So what does being a registered guide mean for your future? There's a lot that I can do, um, with a main guide license. Um, one, uh, well, of course I'm going to, uh, take people out on trips and, and probably here at Jack Mountain, um, it, it, it helps as being an instructor, being, having that, that patch, you know, it says, it says something, you know, that, that I have, uh, um, you know, that I've gone through the ringer, so to speak. Um, but it, you know, I, I plan on using it, you know, I want to, I want to, uh, I want to start my own business. Um, uh, I actually have a buddy of mine, Blake, who if you've met, uh, we're, we have been in the talks for about a year now. Actually, we got 
we started talking about it on the snowshoe expedition this past February. We were on with Jack Mountain, and we were talking about starting a a organization that would basically take we would get veterans um and blake is a canadian military yes, veteran correct? yes blake is in the canadian uh royal army as we speak he's a I believe he's a sergeant in there um he's uh yeah so he's very much still involved with that um but we would like to basically we'd like to to get trips you know what i mean and um get gather people up veterans and 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 have them do trips but it's not just like you know trips in where like you know we take them out and we cook for them and you know we don't you know we they, they, they you know we want them doing things you know they're most veterans are doers much like yourself Gina they they're doers they want to they want to be involved so you know we're going to give them skills we're going to teach them axemanship and and knife um uh a proper knife use of the knife and starting fires much like we do here and then go out on trips and and uh and the idea behind it is to kind of become a tribe you know be in that tribe environment which i think is missing missing from veterans a lot but it's missing in society a lot of people are um definitely um missing you know the camaraderie of being in a group I, I, there's a book out there called um tribe it's called tribe by sebastian younger and it's all about that it's, it's all about the mentality um well it, it's a it's what's missing i think many things that are missing in society are very very simple things that kind of again getting out of the loop we we kind of we we've we have very high fences, I'd say, very high fences. So, yeah. So the idea is to get back involved uh, in nature and with each other and with ourselves. That's awesome. So there are eleven of us that are living at camp right now: three instructors and eight students. And you are the only native Mainer. So you grew up in Maine, traveled the world with the military, and now you're back. It sounds like for good that you want to make Maine your home base. Yeah, yeah, I love I love the state of Maine. Um, I grew up in Oakland, Maine, which uh, that's where my axe is from. Gina has an axe from that was made in my hometown. My hometown was uh, one of the um, premier axe making uh, hubs, if you will. Um, there was, uh, it, it was uh, very, um, it was it was a driving economy, um, especially back during the logging days. Um, and I do, there are still remnants of the mills back then. I believe they stopped making them back in the fifties or sixties. But um, back in the day, Oakland was known for their superior axe make uh, their axe heads. So, um, yeah, so I, as far as, um, being, I, so I, I did leave Maine. I left Maine at 18 when I joined the military, um, traveled the world and yeah, I mean, I, I think 
it's, it's very important to leave your home because you never really appreciate it until you do that. And so I did do that. And, um, and so I, I appreciated my time, uh, out in the military and out, you know, uh, traveling and wandering a little bit, but I, I, I do love Maine. There's just something about Maine, the, the natural beauty and just, um, the, there's just, you get, you get a little bit of everything. You get the mountains, you get the coast. I mean, you get so many, you get, you know, there's some, some nice cities. Um, you get some, but it's just still very wild, very wild, very much so, especially where we're at right now up in Masardis, Maine. Um, the North Maine woods, I believe, uh, I don't know this for sure, but I've heard it's one of the wildest places in the lower 48. I absolutely believe that. So, I mean, I saw a giant, like, 14-foot-long moose hanging yeah, like, yeah. by the bait shop yesterday. There's a huge moose hunt going mm-hmm. on this weekend. Yeah. Like, it is wild up here. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's moose season right now. It's moose and bear season, so there's uh, a lot of moose and bear. You'll see a lot of... Um, Moose and bear being the, in the back of people's pickup trucks. So, um, we heard uh, shotguns the other day. Yeah, grouse hunting's mm-hmm. happening. Yep, yep. So it's a very, um, very much a a. Um, it's it's hot. It's hot out here. The 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 forest is hot right now. <laughs> the temperature's cold. The temperature's but, cold, but... but the forest is hot. <laughs> Do you have a favorite story or a favorite childhood memory of like your first encounter with the wilderness in Maine? Ooh, that's a that is a good question. Um, I used to go out all the time, yeah, out in the out in the woods when I was younger. Um, I used to fish all the time. Um, I will say that I kind of, I I uh, I kind of grew away from it because I was, I started playing sports in high school and, and getting a job and chasing girls and just kind of being a, you know, a, a young, a young lad. So, um, my, I guess I just kind of grew out of it. I don't want to say grew out of it. I just kind of, um, let, uh, it just, it went in the back burner a little bit. I didn't spend so much time out in the woods as I used to. And um, one thing I'd say, uh, I think probably that was like a big reason why I came up here because I was like, I, I don't know my, I don't know hardly any of my home state. When I was in the military, people would be like, hey, you know, what's good in Maine? What's good to do in Maine? I'd be like, oh, I don't know, go to Sugarloaf, <laughs> you ski, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, I've hardly been, um, outside of, when I was growing up, I hardly went outside my hometown because most of what I did, knew and loved was in my hometown. I was very much a, you know, small, small town kid. Um, and so, yeah, I'd say my story is that I, I, I really um, wanted to know how good I had at living here. Um, I think it's 
you know, a lot of us, we take for granted. Again, we don't know the trees in our backyard. We don't know the birds. I didn't know any of that either, you know, and I'm still learning that. And I, I love that process. I love the, to learn. And I love that my, my backdrop to learn is my, my own backyard. Yeah, it's so cool to learn from the actual plant itself mm-hmm. or to go on a walkabout and to see the actual, you know, tracks on the ground versus yeah. just reading a book. Do you have a favorite main plant and animal? I have I have a lot of like the more I learn about animals and, and, and the animals around here, the more respect I have for them. It's a harsh winter. It is. It's it's really harsh. Um and they they thrive in it. Um, I really, I, I love, I obviously loved coyotes. I actually did my sixth grade, uh, what's that thing? Your, your present, your sixth grade presentation. Did you make a diorama? I did it on the, I did it on the coyote. So yeah, the, the cardboard and all the thing, a tucked in shirt and people came into the, uh, cafeteria and you just, just did the uh, I did the presentation. I don't remember much about what I said, but I have learned a lot about coyotes. Um, I love hearing them at night. We hear them a lot. We hear them a Almost lot every at night. night. They're howling and doing their, their yeah singing around. Yeah, yeah, their calls. <laughs> they they do their um they do their uh so they they do roll calls with each other and um if someone if someone is missing then the uh the the female coyotes start going into heat and it's a um it's a evolutionary tactic which you know kind of is very interesting it's why they're very very uh they're tough you know what i mean they just coyotes have been um seen in a lot of different lights and um some good some bad but uh, they're they're very very tough um, I also, I like, um, beavers, I think are very interesting. I didn't know that they, uh, that they held hands when they, when they swim, you know, like they're, they're, uh, very much, uh, they're, uh, they're, they mate for life. So they're very family orientated, which is pretty cool. You know, you can kind of relate to them in, in that sense and like, they're just they're sweet to their young and uh yeah you know the kids will leave home but then they'll come back and help out their parents when they're getting older like it's 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 almost like they're you know they're as human as we are in in a lot of ways yeah i mean they change their environment they're building houses they're they're like the only other yeah exactly you know they're like the only other uh animal that does that so it's just it's it's super cool um plants let's see plants um i have i got i've gotten used to plantain because i was getting bit a lot uh by no, no relation to the banana plantain no 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 nope 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 this is uh common plantain it's i can't remember the latin name of it but it's it's um it's everywhere up here it's everywhere and there's a lot of great uses for it one of it is that you can use it as a topical for if you get a burn or a sting or a cut 
and um, I used it a lot for um, bug bites. It just kind of draws out the the um, it soothes the the area. I believe it's an astringent, um, but I I have to I'd have to look that up. But yeah, it's very um, I it's you use it as a poultice when you chew it and then you put it on as a topical and it's helps out so a little magical weed it really grows <laughs> it like is. weed. it's all it over is. the parking lot it's all over the side of the woods yeah. um so what in what ways would you say that you've changed the most since um the version of you that just got out of the military and the version of you that is now committed to doing outdoor trips for the general public and for veterans well i'd say um i have a direction now when I was getting out, I had I had no direction, um, and I kind of liked that too because it was like I had the world ahead of me. I had my whole life ahead of me, and I didn't really necessarily wanted to. I I didn't necessarily want to have everything figured out, and I kind of liked the process of getting to that point where, um, where. It, it, that my direction would be kind of revealed to me instead of trying to go and look for it. And so that's basically what happened. I, it, I kind of got, it, it was revealed to me. I just happened to be watching the news when uh, Jack Mountain was uh, being the focus. So it was pretty cool. There was a whole art, um, a whole, um, uh, section that was done, and I got to see them canoeing, and I got to see them cooking on 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 uh, tripods, and and I just really like I looked at it and I was like, I'm doing that, like it's it, like I'm doing that. You know? Light bulb went off. Yeah, light bulb went off, and and uh, there was a lot of change that was gonna happen. I I knew that it was gonna take a while because. At the time, you know, I was in the middle of pursuing other things, and I was living in the city of Portland, and basically knew that I was going to have to 180 my life, and I knew that wasn't going to happen overnight. So, um, but it didn't, you know. I, that was four or five years ago. So, um, so. The fact that it took so long to, to get to here makes it so much better. Like it's just it it, it just makes it uh, so uh, rewarding. There's no shortcuts. Anymore. There's no I shortcuts. Going. And I think I think probably what's made me uh, more what I'm different is I think I'm more patient. I think I've learned the value of patience and to just kind of let things develop and um you know not to you know to 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 take it day by day and to basically you know stay the course and what is that your your shirt there uh oh yeah keep calm and trust the keep, process keep calm and trust the process gina has a shirt that she made for her colleague i think wasn't it yeah, it's yeah. my national board uh, yeah, yeah. colleagues yeah she has a shirt that says trust the process keep calm and pro trust the process and I uh 
I like to swim in the pond every day that we have here at Jack Mountain. And uh, I go to get my shorts, which is hanging up on the clothesline near the pond. And Gina has her shirt that's there that says, trust the process. And, you know, there's days, you know, it's starting to get colder, you know. So it's kind of starting to get a little bit harder to jump into the pond. So a lot of times I'm looking at the shirt and I'm like, all right, trust the process. So. So, Gina, your inspiration. <laughs> so are you, Colin. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, trust the process. Trust the process. I'm Regina Beach. You've been listening to Saturn Returns. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe on iTunes or check us out on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Saturn Returns Podcast. See you next time.